And we are live on Facebook. What's happening? It is Nazi. And uh, we've got a little video podcast. And this one is a very, very special video podcast to me because uh, there's a guy, local guy, um, been part of my life for a long time. And, and uh, you know, he's done his part to keep me healthy physically and mentally. But I don't think a lot of people really know the story uh, of my good friend, Jeremy Woodward. Here he is right now. Welcome to the show, Jeremy Woodward. Oh, thanks so much for having me on the show today, Nazi. And yeah, man, we have quite a long history and it's been uh, it, it's been a lot yeah. of fun. It's been crazy, man. We've had some pretty cool adventures over the last few years. I, I think we have. Jeremy, I don't know if you realize, but this year is the 10-year anniversary of when you made me do a triathlon. You <laughs> threw on the wetsuit, threw me on a bike, threw on my sneakers, and made me do the Timberman Sprint. Do you realize this is the 10-year anniversary? Oh my God, that's crazy. Are you So it was really in 2011 that we did this? Yeah, yeah, because oh my, my son... My son was one. I remember when I crossed the finish line, uh, Elokoya State Park, uh, my son was there and he was standing on his own. And I just, I have pictures of me holding him as I'm crossing the finish line. So yeah, it's been 10 years, man. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. That's amazing, man. That's two hours what a wild and 20 time. minutes. <laughs> 220. That was my time. What was your time? Cause you did the sprint and for, for a Timberman sprint, for you, that's like a, a warm up. So, what was? Do you remember your time? I I don't remember what the time was, but um, I, I I yeah, I can't remember. I, I've done that race a number of times, and I've always had a lot of fun with it. So, my my whole goal has never really been for time. I don't care about it. I just like to get out there, enjoy it, and experience. Uh, you know, enjoy the experience, man. So for those that don't know who this handsome young buck is right here uh, on the screen, this is Jeremy Woodward, and he's a local man, uh, born and raised here in Concord, uh, been part of the community forever. But not just that, you have done Ironman competitions all over the world, but it's the reason why you have done these Ironman competitions. It's a promise that you made yourself to yourself that is the inspirational part. And, and for, for those that don't know who you are, give a little insight as to why you made that promise to do these competitions around the world. Yeah, well, you know, I was born with a congenital um, heart defect, uh, which was a bicuspid aortic heart valve. And I, um, my, my first episode where it, uh, you know, the, the valve, the, the valve started to fail was back when I was about 22 years old, I ended up going in, had heart surgery, had a tissue valve replaced. Uh, seven years later, that valve failed and it um, resulted in me going into severe cardiac um, congestive heart failure. Um, we literally got to the hospital and had about 24 hours or so left to live. Um, I was one of the the very lucky, I was the 1% that was lucky to get out of that hospital alive. And the night before my heart surgery, I made a promise that if I got through it, then I would get out there and do some crazy stuff and really truly live. Um, I have had the option and I, you know, I've had the opportunity to be able to get out and race and do things all over the country. Um, I've completed one Ironman, which was up in New York and, you know, I've been able to complete numerous marathons and I think, uh, somewhere around 180 to 200 and 200 or so races throughout, throughout the United States. And it's just, been, it's been, it's been amazing. And, um, you know, all because, you know, I just had the determination that I was going to make this happen. And, um, you know, I did. So it's been, it's been quite a journey, man. It literally started with one step after the, um, 
second heart surgery in, in the ICU. We took one lap around the ICU, second day it was two laps and so on until I got out of there three weeks later. And, and what I really want people to know about this man right here is not only did he keep his promise and do all these marathons and all these races, but Jeremy also inspires other athletes and he inspires other people. Um, you, you're a personal trainer here in the Capitol. You're now an author. You've got your first autobiography. It's called Hot Failure to Victory, a wonderful book. Uh, I've been checking it out. I've got a copy. I, lo I love this book because you can actually see the, you can see the scar on Jeremy's <laughs> chest right there. His manly chest. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. You know, I was, I was yeah. telling, uh, as I was telling you a few minutes before when my girls, I've got three girls, a 12 year old, a nine year old, and an almost four year old. And my two older girls, when they saw that cover and they got to see it up close and personal, they were like, daddy, this is really inappropriate. So we had some pretty good laughs at the dinner table that evening. That's really cool. Now, in the book, you you go into you know a lot of different aspects of your life, your motivation. Um, you know, you even one chapter you talk about when you went under the knife. Mm. Um, do you remember a lot of that? I mean, because that was a very deep and dark part of your life. How much how much of that do you actually remember when you went in for surgery? Well, I only remember um, the pre-op. The you know, and this is on both surgeries. Um, you know, I only remember the pre-op. So they get you in there and you spend a good hour to two hours before they even put you under, um, just going through all the pre-operative um, protocols. And then after that, it's lights out, man. You don't, you know, obviously you don't remember anything. Yep, and exactly. then of course you get up and I think both, both of my surgeries were around 10 hours. One of them, I had some complications, which resulted in me staying in there a little bit longer, but mm. Um, I don't recall much other than, you know, the second time getting up and just feeling like you've been hit by a train. I had a collapse long that second surgery. So it also, you know, it felt like I got hit by a baseball bat on my side. Um, and you know, the whole idea around having this book and, and, and putting this book together was, you know, I reached out to one of my good buddies. His name's Ben Vare. He's a mar fellow martial artist with me. Um, and I just, you know, I knew that he was an incredible writer and I said, Hey, I'd like to really be able to pen this to paper. Can we make it happen? And, um, he and I, we sat down for many, many hours and we put this, you know, we put all of this down and it's been, uh, it's been really pretty incredible just the response and, and, uh, from people from the community. And I've been getting messages from people actually all over the country saying, Hey, I got to go in and have heart surgery. And I saw your book, I'm going to read it. And this just gives me a good insight as to what to expect. Now, one thing that I want to point out too in the book is, you know, you you are definitely courageous and and you have been through a lot of battles, but you acknowledge a lot of people who are almost like your cheerleader on the sidelines, people who in your life who've inspired you. One in particular, Jeff Hardy, mm. um, and he's I I cannot say enough about the Hardy family, just how wonderful they are. Um, he, he and his wife, Mary, are the owner of uh, Body Works Martial Arts here in Concord. My son goes there. Um, what is it about Jeff that inspired you to go on? Well, I remember when I first met him and I yeah. immediately, I, I was about 14 or 15 years old. Prior to that, I actually saw him do a karate demonstration here in Concord when I was around, I believe I was around seven or eight years old. And it's yes. so cool because he did this karate demonstration. He broke these blocks, right? And I ended up running on the court afterwards and I grabbed these blocks and I still have it to this day. And it is one of my good luck charms. 
And then, you know, fast forward another six, seven years later, I joined his school, his karate school. Uh, there, I, everything that he embodies is what I wanted to be like. I said, okay, I, you know, he was a martial artist. He worked out in the gym. He was fit, strong, just, you know, a great guy. And I just said, this is who I want to be like when I grow up. And, yeah. you know, I've been uh, at his school now for, you know, since I was 14, 15 years old. I'm dating myself now. I'm 42 years old. Um, but, yeah, what it's just been incredible the, memories. Here's the thing about Mr. Hardy, though. Um, we have all gotten older. He hasn't. He still looks the same. If you look at pictures of him from the 80s, he still looks exactly the same. The man must sleep in, like, the fountain of youth or something like that. He's, he is in wonderful shape. Oh, I'm, I, and you should see him train. I mean, he yes. is one of the, yeah. you know, the toughest people out there training. He does not back down. He, and it's awesome. Cause it just goes to show, you know, it doesn't matter, you know, age and he, no. um, he just gets it done. And, and that's what I, you know, just strive to be. And I hope when I'm, you know, his age that I'm still out there training like he is and, and yeah. you know, getting it done. It's been, it's been, it's, still- it's been a great experience. Now, another one of your biggest cheerleaders uh, was a gentleman that that I had the opportunity to meet at one of your races, your dad. Um, and, and I want to talk a little bit about your dad. He's he's passed. How many years ago was it now that he passed? Uh, he passed away in May of 2015. Yeah. And he was when you opened your gym where you are right now. He was there laying the floorboards, doing everything. He was always your biggest supporter. Tell us a little bit about your dad and his inspiration uh, on you. Yeah, he was, uh, you know, very instrumental in everything. I mean, I saw his work ethic and, you know, when you Mm. see somebody who gets out there and and gets it done day after day, I mean, that's what you want to be like, right? You want to get out there and work hard and and no matter what trade it is. I mean, he was, you know, uh, he worked in the construction business um, you know, he did everything for us to make sure that we had basketball shoes for our basketball practices and games. And, you know, all the way up to when I did Lake Platte, when I did Ironman Lake Placid, he was on the sidelines high-fiving. And um, actually, what you know, they didn't anticipate that he would live past March of 2015 um, after he was diagnosed with a terminal form of cancer. And he ended up living through May and saw me cross my first um, – Boston Marathon. So it was, it was pretty special, man. It was pretty cool for uh, him to be able to see that. And, and uh, yeah, he's just, he's incredible. And he left a, a great legacy in the community with, with many. I just remember him. Um, I believe I met him at the rock and race one year here in Concord and uh, you were running it and I stood next to him and I talked to him and he was just so proud of you. I mean, and I said, how many of his races have you been to? He said, I don't remember so many. Oh, um, yeah. He's so proud of, of you and everything that you've done. Um, that was inspirational, you know? Yeah. He was, you know, you know, proud with me and, uh, my younger brother, you know, us growing up playing sports and my older brother and him, they worked together. He's proud of him for, you know, everything that, you know, he put that they both put into the business together. And it's just, you know, that's the way, you know, humans should be. And we need more of that. Absolutely. And, and listen, we've got to talk about this because you, you mentioned the Boston marathon. Um, Jeremy, was one of the very lucky people chosen to be part of an elite group of runners that was led by a New England Patriots legend, our good friend, Teddy Bruschi. And Teddy, he had how many strokes? He had two strokes? He has. He had, yes, he's had two strokes. One as recent as two years ago on July 4th. Yes. And you were selected to be part of Teddy's team to run the Boston Marathon. How did that happen? How did you connect with Teddy Bruschi? 
Um, I had a friend that was part of the American Heart Association at the time in which mm -hmm. the uh, Teddy's team was under. And um, I just said, hey, I want to run the Boston Marathon at some point. Long story short, they're like, hey, put an application in. You got a great story. You may have a chance. My mm -hmm. first year applying, um, I applied in September when the application period opened up. And by late October, I got a call from the organization, from Teddy's team saying, hey, you are selected and uh, let's run. And then a month later, we were all having dinner together and he is an incredible uh, human being. He is a great leader. Um, you know, it's just been quite a ride the last uh, six years being a part of his uh, being a part of his team and being a part of all the other runners on the team. They're all amazing. They've all got an, uh, a story to tell, um, whether yeah. they're survivors or caregivers or whatever it might be. But, you know, in the end, we're all out there doing the same thing to out, out there raising money for Teddy's team and, uh, you know, fighting uh, stroke and, and uh, raising awareness for heart disease. Tell us a little something about Teddy Bruschi that that we don't know, because we know we know Teddy Bruschi, the survivor. We know Teddy Bruschi, the Patriots legend. Um, we know him as the sportscaster. Tell us something that we don't know about Teddy Bruschi that Jeremy learned about him. Um, what you see is what you get. He is a man of his word. Um, he embodies uh, an incredible spirit of just getting it done, working hard. Um, he's just, he's an incredible person. He's a great leader. Even this past year with everything that went on with uh, the coronavirus and, and our race originally getting postponed from April to September um, and then, you know, just turning virtual, he was right there making sure that you were, you know, checking in with all of us, making sure that we were okay. And um, he's an incredible team. He's an incredible team leader. He sure is. I like that. He's cool. I got a chance to meet him a couple. Big hands. Very big oh. hands. He, he shook my hand and my hand just disappeared. Uh, <laughs> he, but he was he was very genuine. He was, you know, like, he's, oh, you're on the radio? What's that like? And he really cared. He was uh, very excited about that. Um, Jeremy, time for one last question. And of course, once again, uh, Jeremy's book, um, Heart Failure to Victory, available right now on Amazon. It is a great read. It's it's a story of, of triumph and inspiration. Uh, and, and of course, uh, you know, Jeremy's gym here in, um, in, in Concord. Tell us, you inspire so many people, myself included. You absolutely inspire me. Who inspires Jeremy Woodward? All of you. I mean, you do, Nazi. Everybody that comes into my place, everybody that I run into in the running community, in the triathlon world, I mean, everybody inspires me. Um, uh, it's just, you know, it, maybe I inspire, you know, you guys and my hope that after I had my second heart surgery is that I could inspire one person and maybe I have, um, but you all inspire me to, to do better. And then of course it goes back to, you know, Mr. Hardy, he's been a huge part of my life. He inspires me, you know, it's been, yeah. it's, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, it really is. His whole family. Um, you're on Facebook. Uh, are you on Insta? Are you on Twitter? How do we follow you? How do we? Follow yeah, you? no, I'm on Facebook under Jeremy Woodward. Um, I'm on Instagram uh, under Ironheart Jeremy, and uh, I'm not on Twitter right now. But um, yeah, so uh, follow me and love to connect and hear your story, hear your journey. Are you training for anything right now? What's what's upcoming that you want to you want to conquer? Because there's there really hasn't been a race that you haven't conquered yet. I know you don't watch <laughs> your times, but there really hasn't been anything that you've set out to do that you haven't done. So what's what's next? 
Well, so, uh, you know, right now I am doing as many of the millennium races as that I can, you know, as that I'm able to in, in New Hampshire, I have a bet with John Mortimer. I want to do all of his races this year. I think he's got 18. So I'm hoping to hit all 18. You'll, you'll get the jacket. You'll get the golden I jacket. I want the jacket. I want the jacket and the, uh, the all millennium status this year, which I've never had before. So that, and, uh, we don't know what's going to happen with the marathon. So if we're lucky enough and the marathon happens, then, uh, you know, maybe I'll be there and, uh, you know, maybe at some point either this year or next year, I'd love to go back and do Ironman again. I love it. Jeremy, thank you so much for joining us today and thank you for inspiring. Oh, well, thank you for having me on and Nazi. Thank you for all you do for our community. You are, uh, you're amazing, man. My pleasure. My pleasure. Listen, get the book available right now on Amazon. Awesome.